Hello, this is Pastor Pete Beck III with LifeNet in Burlington, North Carolina. Welcome to today's podcast entitled, How the Gospel Liberates Us from the Fear of Rejection and Abandonment. In the last post, I showed how the gospel sets us free from fears associated with invalidation or lack of proper affirmation. Our true identity is derived from the one who made us. Unless we are connected properly to the Creator, we cannot possibly know for sure who we are, our value, or our purpose. The lack of proper validation produces insecurity, often leading to the expectation of being rejected and maybe even abandoned because we believe we are not worth loving. When life corroborates these fears with the actual experience, it implants lies and fears deep in our hearts. The gospel can set us free. Adam and Eve experienced partial rejection after they sinned when they were expelled from the Garden of Eden. In actuality, they rejected God, bringing His judgment upon their lives. Even though our first parents were excluded from the Garden and blocked from partaking of the Tree of Life, God did not abandon them. In the very process of addressing their sin and proclaiming his judgment upon it, he also graciously promised Eve and us that one of her descendants would crush Satan. I read from Genesis 3.15, the NIV, And I will put enmity between you and the woman, he was speaking to the snake, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. This is the very first messianic promise and an important foundation stone in the gospel message. In a real sense, this is the first gospel presentation, which is a beautiful proof that God never even thought about abandoning his creatures even after they so rudely rejected and rebelled against him. Sadly, we have shown over and over again how susceptible we are to lies. Satan finds fertile ground in our hearts for sowing deception, of which he is a master. Jesus called him the father of lies. Men and women over the ages have continued to believe the original lie that God does not really love us. When we begin to attribute bad motives to God, we're in trouble. Adding to this original lie, Satan convinces people that God has rejected and abandoned us too. It is a natural and spiritual truth that we can only give away what we possess. Sadly, rejected people only have rejection to impart to others. We cannot fix ourselves. Only the Creator, Sustainer, and Redeemer has that ability. Only God is able to break the chains of fear 
that are associated with these lies. And he began the process with his son. The dramatic proof that God has not and will never abandon us is the cross. Jesus experienced the affirmation of his father at his water baptism, at the transfiguration, and at many other times. He was secure in his identity, his value in his father's sight, and his mission. This allowed him to endure and triumph over the vicious and violent forms of rejection and abandonment he experienced during his ministry years, which crescendoed during his passion and crucifixion. The prophet Isaiah informs us that Jesus was well acquainted with rejection. Isaiah 53.3 He knew the pain of being called a bastard son of an unmarried woman. John 8.41 He knew what it was like to be spurned by those who held religious and political authority and power. John 7.48 He knew how it felt to have Masses of followers turn away from following him. John 6, 6, John 6, verse 66. He experienced the pain of betrayal by one of his inner circle and being denied by one of his closest three. Luke twenty two forty eight, and Matthew 26, 34. He was abandoned by almost all of his followers when the passion began. Matthew 26, 31. But his relationship with his father enabled him to weather all that. God wants to establish us in his love too, so we will not be moved by rejection and abandonment by people. During his passion and crucifixion, the pain of rejection and abandonment reached its peak. He was spat upon, mocked, beaten, publicly humiliated, reviled, and finally crucified unmercifully. He maintained his composure and confidence through it all. At the last, in some mysterious way, it seems he experienced abandonment by his father. Theologians speculate that when Jesus became sin on our behalf, 2 Corinthians 5.21 The father was forced to turn away momentarily from his beloved son. The curse or judgment of God against sin fell upon the innocent lamb of God. Galatians 3.13 What agony Jesus must have felt when he uttered, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Matthew 27, 46. This was a quote from Psalm 22, verse 1, a prophecy by King David, which Jesus fulfilled. In summary, Jesus experienced every aspect of invalidation, rejection, and abandonment at the hands of men. And, at least for a moment, by his heavenly Father, when he laid down his life on our behalf as the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. As a result of what Jesus endured for our sake, 
we can experience freedom from the lies and fears associated with invalidation, rejection, and abandonment. Here are some of the Bible promises we have if we put our confidence and allegiance in Christ. And I, I need to emphasize there are many more, but here are two. The first one is John 6:37. Jesus spoke, However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. The second is John 14, 16 through 18. Jesus said, I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper that he may be with you forever. That is the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it does not see him or know him, but you know him because he abides with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. The gospel of grace informs us that our acceptance with God hinges upon our Lord Jesus' perfect life and sacrifice, not on our own performance. This pulls the rug out from under the accusation that we're not good enough for God to love us. Our relationship with our Heavenly Father, the Creator, Sustainer, and Redeemer, is based upon our being, quote, in Christ, end of quote. When Father looks at us, He sees His Son, Galatians 2.20. When we worship Him, we do so in the Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, who resides within each believer, cries out, Abba, Father, Romans 8.15. Although we are not divine, we do have the Spirit of God indwelling us, giving us the same relationship with Abba that Christ has. 1 Corinthians 6.17. This is the secret of the Christian life and the means of our liberation from fear. God has done the heavy lifting through His Son, but we must do our part too, which is to meditate upon the Scriptures and believe them. The Holy Spirit within will help us. Jesus said in John 8, 31 and 32, If you continue in my word, then are you truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. I leave you with this fabulous passage to think about. Hopefully you will be inspired to believe the truth about God's love for you, and you may wish to even pray the prayer that will follow. So I'll read from 1 John 4, 16 through 18, the English Standard Version. So we have come to know and believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. By this is love, by this is love perfected with us so that we may have confidence for the day of judgment, because as he is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love cast out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected. 
in love. May God perfect you in his love. Here is a prayer that you may wish to pray. Father God, I have wrestled with lies and fears all my life. I now come to you because I put my faith in the love that you have for me, which was demonstrated when Jesus died for me on the cross. I choose to believe the truth that you will never reject or leave me. I now realize that I am your beloved child. My sins are forgiven and my destiny is secure in Christ. Help me from this day forth to live and serve others out of the security of your love for me and the truth about what you say about me. Help me to be a faithful messenger of your love and truth to others. Amen.